0: Welcome back to Smashy Business Daily. I'm Lubna Hamdan.
1: And I'm Richard Fitzgerald.
0: And uh, Reddit is in the news. Uh, Users aren't optimistic about its up-and-coming IPO, Uh, expected to be valued at $5 billion. Talk about an overvaluation. And then Snapchat's Dubai office has unfortunately been affected by a 10% cut in staff, uh, which sounds like a little bit, but it's actually 500 people. Uh, And then UAE employees are losing over $3,500 a year in lost expenses. We find out why. Richard, how are you? I'm good.
1: I was was just checking evaluation of Snap just to see when we talk about Reddit. I'm really good. We were both down at Charger Entrepreneurship Festival. Yeah which, was, uh, which was, happened over the weekend in a new venue this year uh, in the science uh, technical buildings. And, uh, which
0: are so impressive. Right? Wow. Really? I mean, wow.
1: And you know what I mean? Like, I, think, I think it was just activated really well, right? Like they had four different areas. They had a creative stage, a startup stage, an impact stage, a stage sustainability and like once you knew your way around, you were kind of like, wow, they've done this nicely. Everywhere you went was a mix of like networking and like interesting layout of talks. And I, I was only going to go down there. I was doing a workshop on compelling uh, storytelling narratives uh, in an EMR, EMR area uh, on the Saturday, and then I enjoyed it so much. I went back on the Sunday. It was that good.
0: I missed you there, though. I didn't get to see you there, but. Um uh, have you been to the billion-dollar, uh, billion-follower summit in Dubai?
1: I've been to similar. I didn't go this year.
0: You didn't go this year because I actually thought that Sharjah had done a better job at SEF than they did at the billion-follower summit because okay, that well, one was a bit…
1: We'll be jealous of Sharjah for sure with that, but, but no, tell us some more. Well, yeah, I,
0: I feel like this year is Sharjah's year. Uh, mm. They're just they're doing so much. I mean, Sheikh Abudur is is really amazing. You know, I don't know if you've been to the House of Wisdom. Mm. It's a huge um, library. Uh, they do a lot of workshops there as well. Kind of has the same theme of like sustainability, you know, indoor plants, you know, glass uh, ceilings, natural lights, et cetera. It's a. Uh,
1: Sharjah life Festival's on the moment. There's a lot of pop ups and, you know, they got kind of a, they, you know, it's an emirate that's got a good connection with its roots. Like you kind of feel that like it really understands what it is, you know? It's a
0: hub of culture. Yeah, yeah. It?
1: Obviously, we love Dubai and Dubai is a business capital and we're doing this business show in Dubai. But I think it's interesting that. You know, you brought up the Billion uh, Followers Summit, and they are different things, right? If, if uh, you know, what would we say, a government entity, I think it's backed by kind of New Media Academy and Visionaries. if that sort of arm decides to invest in, in content creators and influencers, I think it's a good approach. Because if they didn't, you know, this is the future. The, the kids and influencers are media today, right? And if, if someone didn't sort of attempt to get this right, it would be like not doing a film festival in the 1930s, like not doing the Oscars. Like, so fair play to Dubai. And, you know, you will have different views on it as it sort of crafts itself. But you've got to think that, you know, SCF, Short Entrepreneurs Festival, our staff, uh, It's been, this is, 2017 was the first year. They asked STEP Conference, Ray Dargham and his team to do it with them. And STEP where regret not doing a JV because it looked like step, but it was sort of, and then they worked with another group, uh, I forget the name of the other group, and now they do it in-house. They have over 200 volunteers working yeah. at SEF at, uh, to pull all this together. And in previous years, they paid top dollar, I think $250,000 to bring Gary Vaynerchuk in in right. 2019 or so as headline speaker. Right. And this year, for different reasons, they decided to invest that more mm. locally. They did have a few international, but... It was a real flavor. I think it's a coming of age of these festivals and these entrepreneurship events. In the next few weeks, we've got Step in Dubai on the 20, 21st of, of Feb. So, yeah. uh, Lubna will be there. Smashy yep. Business Daily if you yep. want yep. interviews. Uh, we always partner with Step and that's in Dubai. And then the following week, you have the first ever web summit in the Arab world in, in Doha and Qatar. And then the following, which, will, which is sold out at 12,000. They have about 15,000 delegates there. And then the following week, uh, first week of March, just before Ramadan, you have Leap in, um, in in Saudi, which is in its third year, which reached 170 thousand delegates, same size as CS, double what Web Summit is in Lisbon. So back to back to back, we've got this real, um, you know, uh, kind of coming together and uh, festivals around entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, it's really incredible. I mean, it's 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 quite impressive um, yeah. to see all these events, and we're going to be at all of them correct all of them yeah yeah, yeah. okay so, how so your, how we're watching
1: your the right SCL. show <laughs> uh, yeah we follow uh, smashy business we'll be, this podcast basically will be going out every day during all of them so uh, but how was your how was your uh, interviews that
0: you know what i think the most inter- in- interesting uh, interview i had was with uh, Mazin uh, the co-founder of House of Pops mm. and uh, he said he he told me one line he said um, because we were talking about how important corporate experience is when uh, starting uh, a small company, uh, so he worked for uh, Unilever, and his wife, who is a, the co-founder, uh, worked in hospitality. And now they have House of Pops, which are you know basically uh, fruit-based popsicles, no additives, etc. Um, and they're doing really well. They're expanding everywhere. It's quite the success story. Um, and I told him, I you know I asked him, I said how much of a difference did it make that you had corporate experience? And he said, you know what, it really makes the world of a difference because you have all these kids who want to be their own bosses, you know, uh, they leave university, uh, they drop out of school, they think they're going to be the next... Uh, you know, Jeff Bezos, et cetera. But actually, that's uh, few and far in between those mm. kinds of success stories. Um, so he said it was really important. And he, he told me one line that, uh, that just stuck in my head. He said, you need to be in love with, with um, sol- solving the problem, not the solution. Uh, because you're always going to be having challenges and problems, so you need to be obsessed with salt so, with you know the the, the actual problem and solve the you know. Uh, you need to be in the weeds. Solving. You need to be in the
1: trenches, dealing with things as yeah. they come at you. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, not just the solution,
1: not just a big thing of like how do you know somewhere that you might never get to. Because, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, because also like think about it when you launch a product, the product it has to be flexible, right? And I feel like even with smashy business daily, whether it be at the show or the social channels, every day we're kind of trying something new. We yeah. need to you know, so you you're always you always have to solve problems, True. right?
1: Yeah, you know it's interesting because Stephen Bartlett was obviously a big draw on the Sunday at eleven on the main stage and there's big lines outside. And he's a very impressive guy. i'm not a I'm not I don't listen to his podcast Don yeah. CEO. I'm one of the not I'm not one of the fifty million monthly downloads that that podcast gets, right. Yeah. And But I do love, I do really like how he's built that show, and I think there's over 20 full-time people doing one episode a week. Like, it's a Mm. full-on media brand now. He's got two books out, uh, you know, and the edits and the trailers and the stuff that he does really good. I think it's too British-centric, and I said this to one of the organizers that, like, we need more of him over here because, you know, even when he was chatting, he was sort of first name-dropping entrepreneurs and I was kind of like cool but they're like they're your British fishbowl people like he's like oh Josh from Fuel and we're, I'm kind of like no one knows who that is no one knows who he is exactly like, you know like thank you yeah and it's just like that's that's in your little fishbowl of your little thing over there those 30 60 million whoever they are yeah you know bye-bye <laughs> you know like and, <laughs> exactly. and and it's a little bit like that but the other thing is he's quite self-aware and he's only 31 he's really impressive and he come up like I did have notes like he came out with a lot of good stuff and uh, shout out to Lulu Kasim, who interviewed him. So conversations with Lulu, she did such a good job. She's been building up her podcasts and interviews over the years. And uh, she did a really good job interviewing him. Um But he, he said something like he dropped out of school and then out of university. And as much to kind of say that, you, you know, he believes in education, but not the education system. But I'm kind of on the other side of that. I think like, the you know the, the education system mightn't be perfect, but there's a bit of discipline in finishing a three or four year degree. And Absolutely. if you study engineering, you think in a certain way. If you study journalism, you think in a certain way. If you study economics, like I did, you think in a certain way. And I wouldn't dismiss that just because, just because you you didn't find your feet there, you know. And the and the follow on for that as well, like. Uh, Yeah, you know, it's to your point about Mazin from House of Pops, it's like some people will dismiss the corporate world. I'm I'm going to quit corporate. It's not for me. And other people like him will go, no, I'm so glad I did it because it's helped me do the rest, you know.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. You know what? It's just like when you, it really applies to every industry. It's just like when you go into art. It's not like Picasso didn't learn the basics of art. You have to learn how to hold a brush. You have to learn, you know, color theory, etc.
1: Absolutely. I was watching a clip from Killian Murphy, a a guy from Ireland uh, who's up for Oscars at the moment with Oppenheimer. But those actors, they're they're not just like gift of the gab, Irish, crack, like good accents, good looking or whatever. No, like they don't get their first movie roles until they're 40 because they do 50. Like I've seen them in London. Some of my friends did it. they like... We think that, like, we think investment banking is long hours in London. No, like drama school. Like Anyone who goes to drama school and theater, it's brutal.
0: Theater is so much more difficult than shooting a movie like Oppenheimer, right? Because that's where the real acting takes place. So
1: true. And, like, they, they really, like, they have no social life. They do hours and hours and hours of, like, different diction, different phonetics, different things. Like, they get into character. They learn every line. And they don't get paid much. It's like, it's a... It's artistic profession. It's creative, yeah, creative industry.
0: Absolutely. I think let's bring that back into the world of entrepreneurship because we have seen startups fail so many times. You know, I'll tell you. Like even though I had eight years experience uh, in a corporate uh, and then experiences here and there, like a, at an agency, etc., when I launched my business, which which lasted for eight months, uh, for for various, it, it failed for various reasons. One month reasons. for
1: every year experience.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you did twenty years in corporate, you would have lasted nearly two years.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what? Like jokes aside, um, I knew that I wasn't ready to to open a company. I, I did it anyway. You know, my dad tried to push me. You know, be an entrepreneur. You can do it. I knew I wasn't ready. I knew I needed different uh, corporate, uh, different corporate experience, or maybe more experience. I don't know. Um, but yeah, things are sometimes about timing.
1: But I think you, you know, that knowledge will compound and definitely, you yeah. know, uh, and it's that self awareness as well about. Before, during, and after. Yeah, it's quite absolutely. Good. And
0: hey, you know what? I'm here doing the show, so yeah, can't, can't ask for yeah. For running better. it yourself.
1: <laughs> I'm a side gig now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Reddit users—they're uh, not optimistic about the up-and-coming IPO. So Reddit, uh, the social media platform uh, it's kind of infamous, isn't it? Everyone it is. loves it and hates it at the same time. It's great. It's such good fun. Um, so uh, Reddit has been advised to target at least 5 billion, uh, a $5 billion evaluation. Um, yeah. So, so Reddit
1: basically launched 17 years ago. Uh, yeah. Alexis Ohanian, uh, I think he's, uh, Armenian origin name but yes that is 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 an Armenian name yeah so he's married to Serena Williams Mm
0: -hmm. uh
1: and uh, I saw his
0: master class actually
1: did you take his master class good? it's
0: brilliant what was it on brilliant uh, gosh, I forgot the title. I forgot the title. I'm but not was not it on lie.
1: entrepreneurship or was it on it crypto was it, or...
0: It was about entrepreneurship. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, building a brand, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Quite an impressive guy. I think Reddit have gone through 17 years and, you know, th- there's so many different things I could bring up here. There's a whole conversation happening now about the open web, whether it exists in the future or not. Yeah. And the idea of like... You know, www and being able to comment online and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So Web two point zero is obviously this sort of coined by Tim O'Reilly in two thousand four, and that's kind of at the time when the social networks and Reddit's one of those. It's not exactly Wikipedia, but it's more like open and commenting and things like that. They've changed it a bit. Seventeen years, they haven't turned a profit. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you said that the five billion valuation was overvalued when. Um, so, Snapchat, when it went public in 2017, it got a 60 times multiple uh, of uh, based on a certain valuation, not profit. Reddit is going now at six times. So it shows the change in era and the sentiment around social networks. Social networks are not in a good zone right now, apart exactly. from Facebook, which since we did the last episode, their share price keeps going up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but like, so Snapchat today is valued at nearly 30 billion. Uh, and their share price, since they let go, and we'll talk about this, the share price is up. Uh, is up a lot. It's up to seventeen dollars a share, and it's been down at about. Um, it's up ten percent in the last week. It's been down to like you know less than ten bucks for a couple of years.
0: But revenue is down, and they've just got staff, right, which we'll get to. Yeah, yeah,
1: we yeah, we'll get to but I think I think the whole conversation around like the valuations on these social networks and stuff like that, like and the funny things you're you're gonna bring up is the comments about Reddit. Yeah,
0: yeah, so let's go through those. Uh, one user said, I know what I'll be shorting in the future. Yeah, uh, shorting just in case you guys don't know, is when you go against uh, the stock, so you you uh, bet on its failure, basically. Which is great. It's, it's also good fun, right? Have you seen the, the big short, the movie? Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, someone else said Reddit is going to suck two years after going public. Reddit is going to change. It's not going to be for the better once shareholders get involved. It never ends well. Is Reddit even profitable? No. Uh, it's all downhill, downhill from here. RIP Reddit.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that last one there is kind, of, is kind of alludes to the fact that the people on Reddit are the ones that like to be the ones who talk about this stuff. Like yeah. the Wall Street Bets subreddit drove the AMC and all that shares. There's a whole movie on it about like meme stocks, right? It exactly. all came from a subreddit. Yeah. And so people on Reddit, more so than Twitter, uh, were the ones to drive up this uh meme stocks. Yeah, and now, now Reddit is the meme stock and there's people on it themselves yeah. and they're not you would think that a community would drive the stock up, but actually the subreddits are against Reddit going public because yeah. it's selling out to the corporate world, I exactly. guess. Exactly.
0: Do you think they, they would be selling out?
1: I don't think they'd be selling out. I think their their problem is the fact that they're not able to sell. Like they're not they're not able to turn a profit. They've redesigned, they've tried subscription you know, it's, it's one of these ones. It's like when Sam Altman was deciding whether OpenAI or ChatGPT should be profitable or non-for-profit. Mm. Like, Jimmy Wales always kept Wikipedia as a non-for-profit, and people need to decide. Like, I, I think, you know, Alexa Hanian isn't involved anymore, but like, uh, fascinating. I was in Riyadh recently, and there's a guy called Crowley, I forget his first name. He set up Foursquare around this time of all these platforms, and then it became Swarm, and then he gave up on it. The, at the formal E-event in Riyadh, one of the girls on the team, she's from Jeddah, Jude, and she, I said, is that Swarm? Is that the revamped thing, Foursquare? And 60 people had checked in, right? So people are still using these apps in a different way, but Foursquare is not profitable. It's not listed. No one cares about it. Right. And I, sometimes I feel like, you know, I was talking to my friend today. There's a headline on The Economist this morning saying, Musk is down, Zuck is up. Mm. Uh, everything that Musk has touched in the last few years has, has gone down, whereas everything Zuck has touched has gone up, right? And sometimes I feel like it, Reddit and needs a Zuckerberg, right? Like right. And Foursquare needs a Zuckerberg. It needs this sort of person to not go into politics, to not get distracted, mm. to really sort of believe in the product and the value, but also understand the
0: commercial side. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting to see where it goes from here because I do think it's sad that, you know, companies like X formerly Twitter, everyone keeps calling it Twitter by the way. I think that rebranding was just
1: complete disaster. Complete yeah. disaster. Yeah.
0: Uh, I was more ego-driven, wasn't it? He wanted to, yeah, to get rid of Stupid. all of Jack's. Like it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get yeah. rid of? Yeah. All of Jack's, yeah. you know, uh, any involvement he had in in any branding, I think. Yeah. It, it was a vanity. Project.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, it's like, hey, you know, I like the word X. I want to have a company called X. And yeah. then a few years later, he buys Twitter and goes, that'll be X. But like, cool, but like, maybe ha- if you really like X, have it as a holding company. Just don't ruin the Twitter thing, you know? Yeah,
0: and also, like, when you tweet, you're, you're tweeting. You're not Xing, are you? He said he changed
1: it to posting, so you're posting now. But, but even on stage once, he used the word tweet. Like, he's confused. Yeah. I do feel someone will, I do feel we'll see tw- the life of Twitter as a brand again.
0: You, you, oh, really? I you think, think
1: it'll so. be rebranded. I think it's Twitter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is Twitter. and It, it always will be. Um, yeah. Right. So, Snapchat. We're talking a lot of tech today. Um, Snapchat's Dubai office has been affected. Uh, they've cut 10% of staff globally. We don't know exactly how many people have been affected here. Uh, it's about 500 employees uh, globally. Snap has about 5,000 employees globally. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, basically, they said it's because of a drop in revenue. They've had unsuccessful products. We've seen it over the years, the AR glasses, the selfie drones. Uh, They had a good quarter last year, Q3. They had a a bit of a growth in revenue, Um, but overall, I feel like maybe maybe they need like a Saudi investor or something. You know, <laughs> the UAE is going to save uh, Western media. Maybe Saudi can save <laughs> Snapchat. I mean, it's so successful in Saudi, isn't it?
1: Yeah, Snapchat. there have been a lot of talks. I think Waleed well, bin Talal was involved originally. I'm not sure. I know there's lots of different talks. There's probably some cash somewhere. It's a public company now, yeah. so there are obviously regional shareholders in Snap. Uh, I you know like. You bring Snapchat up to people in Asia or other markets, and they don't know it exists. Like in the youth in England, they don't know of Snap. Like the third, the the biggest city in the world outside the U.S. is Riyadh. The third biggest city in in the world is Jeddah. Like of Snapchat, so uh, you know how big is it? The monthly active users are there two hundred million or so, right? Like TikTok's up at two billion. You know, it it just it puts things into perspective. I think that. The funny thing about Evan Spiegel, not the funny thing, but the interesting thing is he didn't do growth at all costs. There were some features at the very start uh, of Snap. Uh, I think the book is called Why Turn Down 3 Billion or something like that. But there's some product growth features, uh, something Bobby is his co-founder. And imagine living in a classroom, right? And originally on Snap, your profile would show your points. And the amount of points you get is how many people message you. Yeah. So it showed how popular you were. So people would uh, so it was addictive because people would uh, snap all the time, yeah, so yeah. encourage usage, and he, he thought that was unhealthy, and that would provide anxiety to the less popular people in the classroom, so it killed the feature. Yeah. Zuckerberg would never have killed Zuckerberg would never kill that feature. yeah something that's addictive to repeat usage, but uh, Spiegel decided that. I don't want something that's toxic and providing anxiety in the workplace. And Zuckerberg was up in court, up in the Senate last week, talking about this of how uh, he apologized for harming parents, to harming kids and and things. So it's really interesting that product features and growth is all cost. So I have a lot of respect for how Evan Spiegel makes product decisions, but obviously it's a cost of, uh, and you know, contradicts what I said earlier that it needs a Zuckerberg, but Spiegel is a good custodian of the snap brand he hasn't given up he hasn't given up the whims he's changed the product uh and then it didn't work and now he's kind of got it back a bit you yeah. know we use snapchat plug to our shows like i mean Kessel social media in saudi we have seven shows on snap and you know it is very sad because you know the team behind engaging with content creators in the region some of that team in dubai lost their jobs right and it, it's very sad because these are kind of uh, people who help build uh, the Arabic content on Snap, you yeah, know?
0: absolutely. I mean, everything comes at the price of everything else, right? You want to have a clear conscience and, and not have an addictive product, but then people lose their jobs, and it's just it's a double-edged sword. True. Um, and, you know, even with Zuckerberg, you know, he's, you know, they just paid their first dividends to investors. Um, he, he was apologizing at Senate. It was not really a genuine apology. It did not seem like that. To me, uh, especially he, he speaks in a very robotic way, doesn't he? So it was yeah. just felt very like uh, scripted. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, no, all, all respect to Evan, but I, you know what? I, I feel like Snapchat maybe could have succeeded, perhaps as as a dating app if it had evolved um, a little bit more versus a social media platform. I yeah, know, it, just- I mean, they
1: rebranded. They said they're a camera company. At one point, yeah, and then but they're actually a messaging app, and messaging is a utility. And then, where do messaging apps go in the future? They become super apps. So it it depends. They can, you know, this is the thing that product founders make these strategic decisions and things like that. Uh, subscription. Snap had pushed a lot lately into Spotlight, which is the shorts thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, so their competitor obviously is TikTok and Reels and YouTube Shorts, and they're all at that game right now.
0: They're too late in the race, though, right? They kind of missed the boat on that one with TikTok and Instagram. Are they? Re- they're not really competing at the same.
1: Maybe case. I, I. I mean, I, I think I, again, I think you can go. I think you can start these things at different times and be successful. Like Instagram, we're behind you you had a a point last week about the guy in um tick saying that he's late on ai yeah but if he starts now and gets it right in three years time he won't it won't be seen as late it's the ones that yeah, never get it true. right or are, are the ones that are perennially yeah, late
0: perhaps perhaps but I still do think that maybe Evan is not you know cutthroat enough for social media like for example How I you say that you know what is
1: it what is it what is it, what is it like I mean, what not are the guys enough
0: because I, I truly like social <laughs> yeah. media is yeah, yeah. is so toxic right and you really have to be cutthroat and I just feel like you know I interviewed Ayman Haridi a few years ago and he kind of remind had, me who he is uh, Ayman Haridi he's the, the son of the the, Le- the former oh, Lebanese Prime okay. Minister yeah. uh, Rafi Hariri, no, uh, and he, he not has the
1: son r- who's the not Sa- not who's the Prime Minister. Sad, uh, okay. yeah, it's, it's oh, He was, yeah. Uh, he the
0: former uh, yeah. Prime Minister, yeah. I mean, wants what, yeah. wants nothing to do with uh, with politics. Um, he has uh, his own, yeah. He he does several investments in tech, uh, and he has his own um, social media platform called Viro uh but it's not doing that well right i mean never heard heard of it yeah you've never heard of it right which which means it's not doing well sorry uh, sorry amen he's a good friend but um uh, at his point was that he doesn't want to create an addictive social media platform he wants to create a healthy social media platform but you know uh, people do love vices don't they we don't go on instagram because it's healthy yeah Uh, people like to show off you know, uh, they like controversy, uh, they like, you know, doing things that are bad for them. That's why people, you know, people smoke and, and people like to go out late and, you know. Yeah,
1: I think it's it's also <laughs> like, you know, the, the talk about these apps being addictive and, and dopamine and things like that. But I agree with you in a way that like people say Spiegel is an innovator uh, like uh, Steve Jobs and that you know, he's a product genius, right? Because some of the features that he did, like even going early with vertical video, like mm. way back, and some of the things that he did was really good. But I agree with you. There was times when I was using Snap and I was kind of like, why Why aren't they allowing me to have multiple accounts? Like, why aren't they?
0: Exactly. If they have
1: 5,000 employees and let's say half of them are engineers, why is their product feature road out? I remember saying this to the Snap guys when they set up here. They go, how can you say that? Like, Snap is... Obviously launching those new features. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not then, they're not moving with the pace. Like Instagram's features move so, so fast, right? And they kill them early and things like that. Like Snap do think kill things early, but they, but you're right. Like they did, their metrics that they were measuring weren't the right ones to decide on the right features.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's really sad because I do think it, you know it had so much potential. People, you know, it still has potential, but I think it does need to be a little bit more uh, cutthroat. Unfortunately, that that's not a healthy take, but it is what it is. Um,
1: Product market fit, like it doesn't doesn't even have to be an unhealthy features. Like again, we've talked about just this. addictive, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, you know, I believe digital is a net good. I think communication and I think you know it is a big uh, mission statement for Facebook, but it's to make the world more open and connected. And then they want democracy online, and then it causes uh, fraud in elections or whatever. Yeah, right. But I think you do both things. I think you you lead with that, and then you go, okay, how do I put safe things in like YouTube do? How do I put parental guidance? How do I turn the comments off? Absolutely. So I think if, if you're if you're good at the growth hacking thing, then you can be also good at the protection. Yeah, thing.
0: yeah, I agree, I agree. Right, moving on to uh, a topic that I've always struggled with, expenses. Do you actually put in your expenses? Do you, Are you one of the people who who does that? Or have you ever done that?
1: Uh, no, I'm not. Over the years, I would always pay out of my own pocket and yeah. naively. Like, if I felt my team in London or when I was with the teams in Lebanon and, and here in the early days, I would do entertainment because I would feel like, uh, I wouldn't feel right about expensing that or whatever. Uh, Because, you know, with expenses, like the company needs to decide what, you know, and in our company in Augustus, we say, if there's a business interest, if the business needs you to be there, or if the business sees this as a cost, then then not only should you put it in, the business should... Make sure that they're asking about that and paying for it. Yeah. But otherwise, otherwise they don't really know the true costs of running their business.
0: Exactly, and I completely agree with you. But <laughs> apparently, uh, y- even in those companies where. You know, the the, the taxis, uh, like the... Because mostly people's what expenses are what? on Travel, uh, transportation, like taxis, et cetera, right? So apparently at least 35% of the UAE's workforce is losing over uh, $3,500 a year, which is 13,000 dirhams uh, in lost expenses. Why? One of the main reasons is that the filing system is too complex. Now, uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've been there, to be honest. I haven't put in expenses, not because... You know, it it didn't warrant me uh, putting them into the filing system. It's just it—it really is too complex. Yeah, yeah, It's, it's a pain.
1: Yeah. Is uh, this a research by some expense software, HR software? Uh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So <laughs> of course, they would say that, right? Uh, We've got the solution. Exactly. <laughs> Save you 15,000 exactly. dirhams a year. Or 15, it's, uh, it's a UAE based spend management platform uh, called Pimo, um, which is a weird name. Uh, not, P- P- not that great. PMO, uh, PEMO? PEMO. I don't know. I don't know. I think
1: it's one of those fintech. People uh, that it, raise money. Yeah, out, yeah. HR. So, H- HR, sorry. Yeah, it's like Palm HR, one of those.
0: Yeah, yeah. So basically, twenty-four percent of people don't submit their expenses because they don't have time. Twenty-one mm-hmm. percent don't have admin support. Uh, other reasons include lost receipts, and putting errors, and in inaccurate uh, submissions. I just thought it was um, it was an interesting topic uh, to talk about because r- running a company also, how do you decide? You know, what is worth expenses? Uh, exp- you know, putting in uh, as an expense. Yeah, and and not so. So I'm curious. uh, What what do you think is worth you know? But should it be you know in order for businesses to kind of you know maintain? um,
1: It's like you know because you can spend a lot. You
0: can spend a lot. I mean, I remember there's a media company. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name it. Okay, I'll name it Vice. Um, I remember people used to take out. A lot of clients for dinners and and these big booze ups and have you know i remember i i can't remember the, the exact number but there was one receipt that just went viral uh and it was a client dinner but it was just shots yeah. you know it was at a club uh it was absolutely mental
1: yeah yeah i think uh so uh, previously on the dubai works we interviewed a lot of fintech platforms and people identify like this research shows is that there's a there's a An issue here with admin and fintech and expenses there's a lot of corporate cards now that are on the back of credit cards that give staff members and you top it up and they can know they can use that i do do think there's a policy around it so vice should have a policy they probably Mm. didn't or they probably you know that's
0: why they're facing issues now right
1: (laughs) bankruptcy in certain markets yeah or well in general but like yeah yeah, i think um you know different reasons obviously revenue and media is hard but i think you know in general right like what do big companies call this? Something T and E? Yeah, travel and expenses or mm. something like that. So uh, they have budgets, right? And they, as well as letting go people like App, some people cut back on expenses and some people might make it harder for people to submit their expenses. I think like as a rule, like the cost of doing business, if I'm getting on an airplane, then am I, if I'm getting in a car or a taxi or an airplane other than my salary, which is proportionate of transport to the office, if I'm getting somewhere, and that business needs me to be physically somewhere, then it's on them, and and everything associated to that should be on them. Yeah. And, but I think that's very clear to me. Like if if you gave me a hundred scenarios, I would probably, in terms of our our employee manual and what it says about expenses, I would probably get ninety nine of them right. Now, whether people upload and whether it's reimbursed or whatever, generally, we're, I think that happens well here. But then the, the other part of it is, like, how can people abuse expenses? Like, I was in an office in London once that it had a rule that if you stay till 7, uh, you can expense your dinner and expense your taxi home. And black cabs in London aren't cheap. Yeah. So okay. people would, like, uh, you know, play organize the five-a-side football game outside at, like, 5.30, or they would chill at their desk and just do some admin. And then at 7 o'clock, and then at 6.30 have their takeaway food at the desk, and then at 7 o'clock getting a black cab home. You know, and and people think they're being smart. People think, like, you know, uh, taking advantage of company policy for your own self-good is smart. It's not. It's like, you know, I I know in, in Ireland there was, you know, and in other countries, when ministers abuse expenses they think they're being smart but but they get found out by the media and their their people's taxes pay for those expenses yeah exactly and another thing is like it, it, say, say there's 90 people in this company, say 90 people excuse, abuse the expense system, at some point, like Vice we're gonna, and like Snapchat, we're going to have to let people go. Like I know people at Snapchat who have taken advantage of certain situations mm. in that company yeah. uh, regarding different things like education for kids and different stuff, yeah. right? And they'll, they'll think, oh, that's, that's Evan's problem and the tech thing, that's why they're letting go people. It's also because you're 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 not putting the business viability first you're yeah. putting yourself first you're abusing the situation and there are consequences There's no such thing as a free lunch uh,
0: absolutely and then you know you blame the company and then you you know you want companies to treat employees better well then don't don't take advantage of that uh, I, and also I just I don't understand how people can spend money that isn't yours because I feel like if you are taking advantage of of a certain expense and and ordering a black cab or whatever technically you're 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 taking money that isn't yours. You're spending it on on the black cab. You're, You're not supposed to do that. I don't know. I just, I never got the concept of that. It's like when you owe someone money, uh, but you go out for dinners and you buy yourself a Rolex, and then there's a guy that you borrowed money from. Technically, you're spending his money, aren't you, buying that Rolex? And, and, anyways, we'll talk about people owing people money uh, on the next episode uh, tomorrow. Stay tuned. will hopefully we'll have an exclusive for you.
1: Okay, lovely, got something cooking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, I do very okay, much. Okay,
1: cool. I think uh, cool. I think we, we went, had a good old chat today. Yeah, <laughs> we did.
0: We did. Well, we'll continue tomorrow. Hopefully, you'll you'll be with us tomorrow as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Check the diary. But I'll come as often as I can.
0: Okay, thanks. No, I, I love our chats, Richard. really enjoy them. Um, okay, guys, please um, uh, watch us on uh, Spashy TV. It's our streaming platform. It's only 18 dirhams a month. It's not going to break the bank. Uh, go for it. It's uh, You'll get value for your money. We have our lots tried of shows. Or try to expense
1: it as like, knowledge in the workplace. Try and put it on the corporate credit card.
0: What a great point. <laughs> what a great point. <laughs> love it.
1: Our producer's laughing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, And then also listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and Rami Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.